0: Welcome back to another episode of the New Era Nerds Podcast. I'm your host Tommy with my co-host Logan, two longtime friends who are also huge nerds. Uh, We have a pretty big episode for you today. We're going to be breaking down episode, was it four of the Bad Batch? And then we're going to be discussing the new Marvel Eternals trailer, as well as uh, doing a little talk on uh, some new movies that came out that we've watched and just a couple minutes on those. And then we're going to be closing the episode with top five Star Wars armors. So it's going to be a pretty fun episode today. Uh, Before we get started, it'd be huge to us if you went and subscribed to the YouTube channel, as well as follow the socials, Instagram and Twitter at New Era Nerds Pod, and then TikTok at new underscore era underscore nerds. All right, Logan, we might as well get right into it here. Episode four of The Bad Batch. Uh, for me, I, I, I have a hot take here. Uh, a lot of people did not really like this episode too much. Uh, they said it was too cookie-cutter, Star Wars, you know, we crash on a planet, we have a quest, and then we have to leave the planet. I understand that. But for me, this episode felt like a 20-minute scene that would be in a movie, uh, specifically Star Wars Episode Two, which I am a huge fan of, right. mostly due to the chase scene at the end. Uh, the chase scene between Hunter and Fennec Shan, who, of course, I know you're going to be talking about. Uh, it really resembled the, the chase in Episode 2 between Obi-Wan and Anakin and the uh, bounty hunter lady who, who I forget her name, but she was the shapeshifter. Uh, but the whole scene like that through the city on the speeders really resembled that. Um, there's a lot of other stuff that I liked in this episode, and I don't really care that it follows that cookie cutter formula um i mean it's episode four where i found out we're doing 14 episodes so we're not even into the middle of it yet we're still at the beginning we're still doing uh, character development Uh, i enjoyed the episode Uh, i have some other points that i'll talk about later but let me know your thoughts
1: um honestly yeah i liked it i thought it was a good introductory episode to um somebody we talk about a lot on this on this show especially um finnick shand uh finally showing up we were kind of Wondering when we were gonna when we were gonna see her, and we both kind of had the opinion that it was gonna be a little later. We knew that this was gonna be a longer form show, you know, it was gonna have more episodes. When we find out, it's gonna have fourteen episodes, so a little shorter than I thought. Um, I was thinking it was I was expecting it to go into probably the twenties, maybe um, hit the high twenties. Um, but you know, I, again, I, I agree with you. I thought it was very um, reminiscent of the chase scene in episode two. Um, I, I, that was a very brilliant point. And I like Fennec's character so far and what we've been introduced to her, um, in the Mm -hmm. episode, you know, I liked when, you know, she's kind of chasing after Omega, but kind of keeping her safe. So we know that, you know, this isn't necessarily a kill bounty, um, because you know fennec shand would have no problem wasting a child you know what i mean like she would if And this
0: is star wars we will kill kids
1: right omega would have been dead long 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 time ago uh had fennec shand um you know wanted to kill her which leads you know which kind of leads into the next point into who do we think um fennec is working for and i guess i kind of have it's not really a hot take but i don't think it's the um oh my god Kaminoans I mean what do you think about that who do you think who do you think's directing her to do all of this stuff
0: yeah I so I actually totally agree with you that it's not the Kaminoans I think if it was the Kaminoans uh obviously I think they are trying to get her back but I don't think they're doing that through uh bounty hunters I think they're gonna do that through the empire use the empire's Mm -hmm. resources to get her back um you know I've been pitching it all along uh, and I'm just going to stick with it. I think she's working with Boba Fett, dude. Right At this on. point, Boba Fett would be uh, either a late teenager or young adult. Mm-hmm. Um, when we saw Fennec and met her before in The Mandalorian, uh, we know that she teamed up with Boba Fett. So a lot of people made the comparison of uh, those two fighting together in that Mandalorian episode to right. uh, pretty reminiscent of like, oh, this seems pretty episode two-ish where – Jango Fett worked with that other bounty hunter who, you know, also wore a pretty similar face mask to Fennec. Uh, So I kind of wonder if they're going to do like a, like father, like son type thing um, in this. uh, And with these two characters, we know throughout the star Wars sagas and everything like that. uh, Family legacies do play a pretty big role in things um, with main characters, side characters, really, really all of that. Family is a huge theme in star Wars. And I wouldn't be surprised if they do try uh, to pull that off and make Boba Fett and her tight and already know each other previously. Being that they're both bounty hunters, uh, Boba Fett would be on his climb to power now uh, in this time frame. So I'm rocking with my man Boba. Right on. And I agree. Um, I agree. Which, which actually
1: which actually kind of, which you, you kind of said it, but it brings up a good point is why aren't the Kaminoans looking for her? Um, I mean, you would think that they'd be a little bit more dead set on them looking for her if they knew, because, you know, if there's no way they don't know that she is force sensitive. So why, yeah. I guess, aren't they looking a little harder for her?
0: Yeah, well, the thing is, I think that they are. And like I okay. said before, they are using the Empire and the Empire's resources to get her right uh, in the very beginning of the episode. You know, Echo comes in. He's like, "Hey, comms are showing that our ship is wanted." Uh, mm-hmm. you know, so what are we gonna do? And then pretty much that leads them to having to land so that Tech can reprogram it so right. they can, like, pretty much scramble gotcha. their gotcha. What would be their license plate for their ship.
1: So uh, yes, yeah. so, yeah. so I guess the they are looking for is pretty
0: much just trying to track them and like that. Uh, and right again, on. I know we've talked about how Crosshair is probably going to be hunting them to bring Omega back. So yeah, I think we, that's what it, that's what it has to do. That's how the Caminones are going about it.
1: Yeah. And which I mean, you know, in which we saw in episode uh, episode three is, you know, they're trying the, the uh, Crosshair and his team Their I guess their kind of trial mission was to go look for um, go look for Saul Guerrero and, you know, whoever he's hiding out with. They found them just fine. Now, however, you know, the Bad Batch kind of left led them straight. You know, to where he was, and they know exactly, pretty much, what he was doing. Um, but yeah, I, I think it just goes to show the outreach of you know of the empire and what they can do and what they can find and who they can find at any any given time, which kind of just and then lends itself well to how well the bad batch is at running. So
0: right, yeah,
1: right, it's gonna get interesting. I, I I'm I'm in and i saw a lot on the internet that this was kind of you know their make or break show and i'm just and the, all, all i kept thinking the whole time was just be patient with it um it's mm-hmm. it's like it's like the clone wars i mean it took me a second to kind of really go oh okay this is a good this you know this is a good tv show Um, uh so i I guess if I, i my message to anybody who's kind of fallen off of the wagon by now you know just give it a couple more episodes let's get halfway through this season and then we can make the actual judgments because it seems like they're setting up for a lot of really cool shit
0: right and honestly like what we said last episode this for this format of show is going to be a lot better when you can just sit down and binge it and knock out four or five episodes at a time. Uh, When you do that, it's going to feel a lot less like, you know, oh, we're at another planet. We're doing this, (laughs) we're doing that. Um, And honestly, that's kind of, it is pretty formulaic and standard for Star Wars, but they do it whenever they're introducing new characters. That's kind of how they do it. They say, okay, we need to figure out a way to give our main characters some action, something to do, uh give them a little bit of controversy and then how does this new character this person that they're meeting and finally interacting with that's a really easy way for us to work that in and something like that uh they do have to be careful though because like you said they will turn a lot of people off if they do that Mm -hmm. five episodes in a row um that was really people's biggest issue with the mandalorian uh and i think mandalorian gets the the pass on doing it Just because one, it's live action uh, and it just kind of looks way cooler. It feels much more like a movie, whereas people are already iffy about these kind of shows because they're animated. Um, But I know personally, like it also is a lot easier for them to stray away from that cookie cutter uh, formula for a show when it is animated. Some of the best things about the Clone Wars are some of the episodes will get really, really weird. And it was cool because they could do that because it's a cartoon, and it's like, all right, you know, whatever, no big deal. Where you wouldn't want to waste a huge ten million dollar budget for an episode of The Mandalorian experimenting.
1: Well, and they do that really well, Um, you know. And like you said, it's it's formulaic. You know, they know they know exactly what they're doing. And if it if it's not broke, you know, they're not going to fix it. They know they know exactly who their audience is for these shows. It's guys like you and me, you know. And you know, sometimes kids who are into, you know, whose whose parents are super into Star Wars like, oh, you know, cartoon, throw it on for the kids. Um it's not necessarily for the you know mainstream I, I hate to say that word. I don't mean to be like, oh, it's mainstream. but you know people who wa- who are who you know casually like the Star Wars movies aren't going to watch these shows. and they probably never will. I, I recommend them to people who don't necessarily watch them all the time, but you know they they know their audience and I think you know Disney's really good at, uh, at doing that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um Logan. What's happening? We have a new favorite droid alert. Okay. My man (laughs) The droid Clink that uh Echo helped escape when they sold him for a droid. He shows up and is an absolute boss. He's a astro droid with like tube arms and legs that like the gonk droids have. He's like a combo of the two, and he's awesome. He's just like he's barking up the tree at the the protocol droid that's like, oh, like I'm in charge. He's just like, Bleh. but he's awesome. Uh, I need more Clink. Right on. Uh, I want Bad Batch to steal Clink. We saw that they do have a <laughs> Gonk droid on their ship in the end of the one episode when yep. Rex was curling it. Uh, he jumps off like a garbage can. He's just sweet, man. <laughs> Animated series, give us more, give us more Clink. We want. Right clink. on. I think,
1: I think, uh, I think my favorite droid, and you know, I know you and I aren't huge. Um, aren't you know? Aren't huge uh, sequel fans? However, my favorite droid is this man right here. <laughs> um, my man, the first Dio. droid ever with social anxiety. Exactly. <laughs> um, I just you know, like like I said, we're not huge, we're not huge prequel people. But uh, you know, I, I think Dio's prequel. awesome, dude. He's he's the coolest. Yeah. Uh,
0: but man, yes, like, I, I agree. Like I we are we aren't huge sequel fans. But like right. I also like I liked BB Eight like sure he's BB-8 cool it
1: was a cool dude absolutely
0: yeah, cool, cool droid a cool take and adaptation and kind of new new droid to throw in there uh, right on but yeah so the whole echo thing echo looked sweet in his like droid cool. costume type thing yeah. he looked awesome which actually kind of inspired our top five uh armors um yeah we said so it. i know
1: we awesome episode I know we hit it last week and you know I'm not I hope I hope this isn't ruining your top five or anything. We're doing this completely blind, but I swear crosshair's freaking armor is so badass, man. Uh yeah. I, I, I love his helmet, you know, with the uh with the little crosshair. I just, you know, I, I really like his character. He is he is a damn good villain. I will say through four episodes, I you know, especially this um, you know, the third episode, I was like, this guy this guy yeah, gets we it
0: we didn't get any crosshair this week so i would assume we'll probably get a little bit more of him right uh, come
1: episode five and my wife can attest to this i have always been a huge proponent for the sith you know the dark side uh you know oh, yeah. all, all of that I, I i want them to win i do i want them to win uh one of the I'm, one of the
0: best parts of star wars is the villains
1: exactly they've they've yeah, mastered they the awesome villain job job so well, making
0: villains and villain armies
1: is it a little Hitlery? Yes, sometimes they get into, you know, like especially. I think it was, uh, I think it was at The Force Awakens when there's that big giant rally, and it's almost yeah. like it's almost exactly
0: yeah. like Hitler's. The, the red headed general is like giving the speech in front of the giant red flag, right? Yeah. Which, speaking yeah. of the cinematography, it's a metaphor, Logan. it's a metaphor, it's a not metaphor.
1: Actual Nazis. right? Right, it, but however, I will say the whole cinematography of that scene is incredible. I mean, the yeah, you know. Awesome just the filter on it it's just you know i don't know much about film and i don't really know much about cinematography but i know at least this much is that shit was beautiful um but yeah oh you know one of our many tangents uh do you have anything else about bad batch
0: uh honestly not really just overall thoughts um yeah i think fennec i think fennec's working with boba fett uh new favorite droid alert clink um and then I thought the chase scene was really reminiscent of episode two. And I just thought that that was really cool. Right. So, Agreed on all yeah, terms. Let's, let's just, like I said, you know, these are short episodes. Uh, they're not the same thing as the Mandalorian. These aren't big, like, movie-like episodes. Let's just keep rolling. Right on. Yeah, absolutely. Right, cool. Agreed. Awesome.
1: Um, okay, which brings us into our next thing. It is Monday. Yeah, new segment new and segment. Uh, new movie updates. Yeah, thank God. Um, we actually uh, used to record on Sundays. Sometimes we we let it bleed into Mondays. And actually, thank God we let it. Um, we you know let it slide into Monday this time because we got a movie teaser this morning. Uh, Tommy, yeah. I mean, what do we got?
0: Yeah, so we got the first teaser trailer. Uh, well, actually, probably like the second teaser trailer. Right. Um, right. Returnals. got that little like. 30 second blip thing and this used some of that footage but we got a real teaser trailer for the eternals and it looks incredible the kind of like you said the cinematography it looks like this is going to be production levels and budgets out the ass this thing Uh looks visually insane Uh, so we get a quick look of the Eternals. It kind of looks like they've been around forever. They say that, um, you know, they say they've, they've never interfered until now. Uh, we get a slight glimpse. It looks like they have almost like godlike powers. We see the one woman touching the ground and like water's coming out. Uh, we know one of them has super speed. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see all of their abilities and how they play off of that. Um, I have a couple points and pretty interesting things that I would like to point yeah. out in the trailer, but yeah. uh, what were your thoughts?
1: Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was super dope. Um, you know, I, it wasn't like, you know, I wasn't, you know, blown away, blown out of my seat, you know, anything like that, but that's kind of a, that's kind of a teaser trailer's job. It's kind of a, right.
0: Hey, here's right. what's
1: coming. You know, I'll we'll give you a little bit, but we're going to leave a lot left to be and That's desired. how I felt
0: story wise.
1: Right. Yeah, um, and then um, I kind of did some digging, found out that uh, uh, Chloe Chloe Zhao, I believe, is her name. Uh, she's an Oscar just recently won an Oscar. She's an Oscar-winning director. Um, so, like I was kind of telling you pre-show, is it's going to be in like kind of like you were just saying, it's going to be very director production-heavy. It's going to be you know we're going to get a lot of really you know really good scenes from the movie. I know that sounds kind of stupid, but you know it we're going to get a lot of um, well, good really scenes make a good, good movie right we're going to get a lot of good acting uh, you know and like you like we, yeah like we were talking about for the uh, before the episode is you know it's Angelina Lee's in it so it has to be a pretty seriously uh, good movie you know for her to be even remotely involved with it so what are your top two takeaways let's hear them
0: all right so there's actually three but okay. two of them kind of pull in together right on So in the trailer there's that line we've we've been around since the beginning of time and we've never interfered until now. Right. I want to know what is there now? Cause we know we're going to be getting messy with timeline stuff. We know multiverse of madness is coming, uh, before no eternals is coming out this year. So this is coming out before the multiverse of madness. Right. But we also see later on in the trailer, they acknowledge that, okay, steve rogers and tony stark are gone who's going to lead the avengers so you know i don't know what their timeline is This is, <laughs> is, this after is well, obviously there's parts of it after endgame there's obviously right. parts of it are in very ancient times as which is kind of my later point um but yeah so when is this when is this now that we need to interfere is it when thanos snaps and they're kind of like holy shit like Maybe we should be paying attention. Is it after that? Like after they reverse the snap? Obviously, there's going to be parts on parts after the snap. I don't know. Like that's I I love I love now that they needed to interfere. And what could have what could have triggered that that need for them to interfere? You know, was it something else? It, it's going to be pretty interesting
1: i love how this is where we at where we're at with marvel instead of instead of you know uh you know what's gonna happen it's what time period are we in you know <laughs>
0: yeah. where, where yeah. what yeah. Time Madiga, is this what what are we doing here <laughs> yeah when was, when when are we doing here which <laughs> significant event
1: can we base this off of or is it multiple and that that's right. that's what that's the I, I think you know that's what's starting to become so cool about marvel and you know the multiverse and the cinematic multiverse is is you know Mm -hmm. we're asking so much more different questions than we were in like phase one phase two phase one phase two it's like oh new marvel movies coming out you know i'm excited to see what happens in this one and then you know we get to end game yeah
0: phase one we're (laughs) asking oh man if if iron man shot tony stark's shield what do you think would happen well now we've seen it a few times so
1: (laughs) we've seen it a couple times at this point and and you know Yeah. yeah catch up kid you know what i mean it's like it's like we're in seven different realities at this point. Dr. Strange has got to find his way into the right one. And, you know,
0: yeah, yeah so, exactly.
1: I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, 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 I don't, um, I I like Kamal Nanjiani. Um, I don't know who he's playing. Looking um,
0: swole. Who is he? Uh, he's looking swole.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he, got, he's, he got jacked for this. He got real jacked. I mean, he's been yeah. he, apparently apparently that's his thing. He was on um, Armchair Expert a really long time ago and he's actually super into fitness and he has been for like a quite some time now. Maybe that's what he was getting you know, huh. into fitness for was this, you know, he was going to be a superhero and he knew it. So, um, yeah, you know, Could be. I like him as an actor. Uh, everybody else, really, I don't know a ton about at this time i mean i know angelina jolie's thena um i did a little reading on her total fucking badass um you know mm-hmm. other than that i mean i really got nothing on it you know yeah
0: yeah i don't i'm actually not super familiar with the eternal characters uh right. so that's really fun for me is that you know it's something i'm not like super familiar with it's not like oh well i know like the couple different storylines this movie could go down i have no idea uh and that's super exciting for me i just kind of know that they're like they're just gods that have been around pretty much forever um which is kind of my other point my other main takeaway of this is at least for me it looked like the way they were presenting the trailer and of course we know that marvel flips and flops what's in the trailer what's in the movie what's actually going on they don't give away anything yeah. but it kind of looked like the whole they're going to play off of the ancient alien theories of like how are these people like intelligent enough to build these pyramids to build these cities things Super like that and it looks like they're they're like pushing the humans in the right direction of right. how to make these advancements and catch up to modern society so i think that might be you know a, short, uh, a portion of the movie let it be you know a 45 minute 50 minute sequence or story of that, of like, Hey, we've been around forever. This is what we've interfered with and kind of see them, you know, like I mentioned, uh, build the pyramids, figure out like plumbing and irrigation
1: <laughs> well and a just, lot of these
0: stuff like that and and
1: you know maybe we find out the origins of you know the powerful things in the universe such as the infinity mm-hmm. stones maybe we get maybe this kind of starts you know maybe this is you know like i said it starts to show how the infinity stones came about or you know how they got that, yeah. right you know and, 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 and like you That'd said awesome so, right or Or it could just just be humans, which I'm super cool with. You know, it's, you know, just kind of showing, you know, how humans were basically made by superheroes and the ancient alien superheroes you know got them where they needed to be which I think is super fucking cool you know I love mm-hmm. when I love when you know movies like this especially Marvel and they've dipped their toes into history and historical events and kind of like how superheroes were behind the scenes at these major historical events so maybe we're going way way back now which is going to be turtles.
0: really big in Loki
1: right which is going to be huge in Loki Um, so you know maybe a Eternals and, you know, we do see some of the, you know, some of what is like at least metaphoric to Dr. Strange's magic in one of the scenes in the Eternal trailer. So maybe these are like descendants of, you know, or maybe some of, you know, of the superheroes or the Avengers or whatever are like descendants of, you know, um, I'm not super into mythology, but Thena sounds like it could have something to do with Zeus and Thor and all that stuff don't know much right, about right. that well, right
0: Her- well hercules is actually uh a marvel hero which they're trying to get um you know no one has the copyrights to right to hercules. so he is in the marvel comics and stuff like that uh him and thor have fought quite a few times Be so i wonder you know maybe they'll they will kind of play into that the greek gods were just the eternal right. that kind of thing
1: So yeah, yeah, super, super excited to see what uh, see what comes of it. Um, I really, yeah. But other than that, that's really all I got.
0: Um, Cool, cool.
1: You want to get into uh, movies we saw this week?
0: Yes, yes. That's uh, that's what I meant by the new segment. Oh shit, sorry. Yeah. New movie update. Yeah. Movie update. No, it's all good. I I said we were gonna do the trailer first, so. Yeah, new movie update. You go uh, you go first. Okay, uh, it's not necessarily a
1: new movie. Um, I want to see when this came out. Hold on. I'm going to do a quick Google. Um, I believe it came out in 2020. Yes, it did. Um, anime movie, animated movie, anime show, um, Demon Slayer. Um, my wife and I finished the show, and then we decided that we were immediately going to watch the movie, and we found out it was in theaters near us um oh, nice. I don't I don't have a ton to say other than if you're watching this and you are into anime I would highly 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 suggest uh going and watching that show it's on Netflix it's super short it's 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 the perfect beginner anime if you want to just dip your toes and see if you like you know if if you like anime it's one season 26 episodes there's gonna be a second season but as of now it's you know it'd be super easy to get into. The movie is fucking brilliant. It's animated like no anime I've ever watched. I haven't watched a ton of them. I'm just now starting Naruto, which is another we can get into that, you know, on, another, on a later, way later date. Um, yeah. But, you know, I I think, you know, it's like I said, it's the best way to dip your toes. The movie is two hours long. And it's two fight scenes, and it's that's the entire movie. However, you do a ton of character development, and you find out more and more about these characters um, that are in the uh, uh, in the show. Like uh, Rengoku, I'm not going to give any spoilers about Rengoku, but you meet him briefly in the television show, um, and the movie mm-hmm. involves him heavily. So. Um, that's all I really have for it. If you haven't yet go watch, you know, Demon Slayer on Netflix and then go watch the movie. Um, we watched it in theaters, but I'm sure you can find it some other way, but other than that, yeah. And yours.
0: Yeah. So I watched, uh, army of the dead this weekend, directed by Zack Snyder, starring, uh, Dave Batista, who plays our, our beloved Drax, uh, it's it's a new modern take on a zombie movie which is really awesome. Uh we haven't gotten a good new zombie movie in what feels like a really long time. We got Zombieland 2 a couple years ago, but honestly other than that like it kind it's it felt like it's been a long time since we've gotten like a good one. Agreed. Uh and this is really cool. It took a totally unique uh spin on zombie movies, one that like I've never seen before. Um really well put together the way that the scenes and movie were shot and put together was really cool. Like just, just for sequence wise. uh, I mean, Zack Snyder is an awesome director. Uh, He did a really good job on this. He did a really good job keeping the story going. Um, Obviously there's a ton of action in this, so there's it's not boring or anything like that, but at the same time you still get uh, like you mentioned, and like we talk about all the time, really good character development, which always amazes me how you can give me like an hour and a half, two hours and just make me like feel so deeply for these characters. Like oh, yeah. characters and just be like, wow, like I'm really invested into these people now. So anytime, like I feel invested into characters, uh, I just think that that's, that makes, help make an awesome movie. Uh, obviously I'm not going to do spoilers, but uh, zombies, like I said, there's a unique take on on the zombies um, you know they're not they're not your basic uh, the walking dead zombies that just yeah. literally barely even walk and are probably the easiest zombies to kill of all time yeah. uh, I don't know how they're I constantly
1: mean, a problem in that show it doesn't make sense
0: to me they no, seem... absolutely insane it's like <laughs> why do you guys not just simply killed them all like that's what are you kidding me that's what uh, drove me from that show did you ever watch that yeah. show i yeah i was super into it for like four seasons and then yeah it just kind of got like yeah like what are we doing here you guys can't just like form a group to just go out and get rid of these things like even even when big herds would come like in that show they would still all just be walking like two miles an hour not even like come on oh so oh a gunshot attracts him it doesn't make him go any faster
1: He's not going to start running,
0: and no, uh, he's just going to slowly turn around and try to find out where that gunshot came from. I remember
1: we were—I uh, it was a, at the house. Uh, somebody watched it every every whatever Sunday or whatever day it came mm-hmm. out. Somebody used to watch it at my old house um, every week. And at some point, there was a tiger involved, and I—you I, know—I no, didn't I, make it to the tiger. That's what I'm saying. I'm sitting there going, "How have we gotten here? I mean, we we've got this." old dude who controls a tiger and you know i feel like if you have a tiger at that point it's game over for the zombies they're not winning you know especially how slow
0: and weak those zombies were yeah no no chance um what you're saying zombies have to be a legitimate threat to keep things in and uh let's just say that um these zombies were an incredible threat in this movie okay cool. hell yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah can't wait it to was watch interesting this one. It, it was so interesting because again i'm trying to say this without spoiling anything and i'm not going to spoil but some of the zombies were incredible threats and so kind of like, I an alleged... many, like there is like a tier system of okay, types of zombies.
1: So similar to like the Left for Dead thing. Left for Dead, the video game is, you know, you yep. had, you know, the average, you know, zombies that were just, uh, that you
0: yeah, had very is very yes, good comparison, right. very okay. video game like you'll gotcha. have, yeah, you know, like Call of Duty zombies. You've got the the gas crawlers, which right. obviously are really more of a threat than just your ones that are walking around, and then you have some that sprint, and then right you on. get this the dogs which are harder and yeah so pretty much yeah like very video game like okay uh, without without awesome it. Yep. not no, no not at all i didn't right spoil anything. Right uh on. yeah if you're into that check it out army of the dead awesome movie i enjoyed it
1: okay well tommy without further ado we said at the top of the episode we are going to get into our top five favorite star wars armor armors of all time uh do you want to lead us off
0: all right, I will. I believe you let us off last top five, so Why I not? will start this one. All right. Coming in for me at number five, I'm going to go with an animated one. Okay. The, the Maul So when Darth Maul took control over Mandalore, uh, the uh, faction of the Mandalorians – uh, that directly served him went off and made their own armor that Ooh. tributed themselves to him. Uh, they put they put the Darth Maul horns on their helmets. Uh, they painted their signets black and red to look like him. Ooh. It was they they almost had like like orangish yellow like oak leaf visors in yeah. In them. They're badass. Yuck, um, man. Those are so nasty. Those, those were sick. So I'm going with them for my for my number five.
1: Okay. My number five, way less badass than that. Honestly, gonna be honest. But um I, I'm I'm going with a sequel thing again, actually. And I'm going Captain Phasma. Um
0: OK, uh, I, I almost had Captain Phasma as my five. She, uh,
1: she wasn't well received in the movies. She was the uh, lady who played Bran of Toth in Game of Thrones. I think that's Toth. I think
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, Tarth, maybe Tarth. Um, I didn't much care for her character in the movies, but that's not what we're ranking at the moment i just think that new age stormtrooper and then you throw that chrome on it it looks fantastic i love it um Mm -hmm. i really don't have much else to say about it other than you know badass said armor
0: there was a deleted scene between her and finn oh yeah (laughs) and it's pretty out there it's almost fully edited and everything like that between her and finn and i think it was the rise of skywalker right yes Yep, And they had an awesome dialogue and awesome back and forth and just kind of fighting each other and stuff like that. And this scene would have added so much to both of those characters and they just cut it.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And, 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 you know, and that goes oh, yeah. to just it just goes to show you how, you know, the entire sequels have gone. It's like they could have just done so much with it. And they it almost seems like they intentionally chose not to. But that's neither here nor there. Number four.
0: All right. Uh, Number four, I am going with, uh, this is going to be a combo of both like the phase two clone trooper and storm trooper that have this same armor. Uh, And it's going to be the Coruscant guard and shock trooper. So it's the, the clone trooper or storm trooper with the red accents uh, red stripes on the sides of the helmet, uh, red boots actually oh those are yeah. this guy this bad boy right Uh-oh. here a little black series figure for you oh yeah so yeah just uh, those those evil red colors uh put on i actually like the clone trooper armor better than the stormtrooper, but the only difference is the helmet style so i yeah. just kind of lump them together so yeah, Coruscant Guard and Shock Trooper. How do you
1: feel about the um the red guard? Um, I that's not their that's not their actual names. Um, hold on. It is the uh like the guys Praetorian. in the red robes. Yeah, the Praetorian guards. How do you feel about those guys?
0: I think I think they're sweet. I'd like to see them do something. Okay. I would have liked them to see them some, do something other than get thrown at the wall by Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> Yeah. they look they, like they, they could be
1: cool. so badass you know
0: they, they but if they had maybe one or two action scenes they might have made the list
1: <laughs> right right and that's they almost made my list but i just you know i i am mm-hmm. same as you i was like i have thing with the blue version that. of them right i just i haven't seen them do shit you know what i mean yeah. so why you know? um yeah is that all you got for your number four yep Right on. I will get into my number four and it will be General Grievous, Dirt, just kind of like his, just what he's made out of, I guess, which is the I think it's yeah. Steel.
0: Um Yeah. Yeah. I dope. almost, I almost threw him on mine as well. Um, just, you're you're I, picking, you're picking all of my bubble picks <laughs> right now. Um, I, <laughs> I just almost threw Ruth on there.
1: I've always just been a fan of General Grievous just in general, um, you know, but again, it's not characters. It's just um, armor. I think of all of the, uh, I guess, robotic characters, I guess, because he's technically, a he's not really a droid, is he?
0: Um, no, no. Like he was a per- a person before right. in, in, the, in the books and comics. He was a person. And then like the separatist Count Dooku and uh, Sidious abduct, like, Pretty much kidnapped him and made him become their mercenary, and they pretty much yeah just kind of upgraded him and put this like exoskeleton on him, which is
1: a super badass. And it is (laughs) (laughs) sweet. It's super cool. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've just always been a fan of it. I always thought it, you know, it looked really good, and you know, I love how they just made him so intimidating in the issues to scare the shit out of me as a kid when I was a little, you know, watching these movies. I used to be like, yeah, it's terrifying, but.
0: Yeah, the most terrifying version of General Grievous is in that uh, animated Star Wars, The Clone Wars from 2003. Oh, uh, really? When he just absolutely mows down, uh, (laughs) like, all of (laughs) T.A.D. Mooney's Padawans, like, all five of them right in front of him. And he's just like, (laughs) what? (laughs) So that that Grievous in that show is awesome. That's awesome. All right. Uh, That's
1: all I got for him. What's your number three?
0: All right, number three, I have probably probably st- straight up my favorite clone trooper, um, ca- uh, Captain Rex. So I'm going back to oh, the yeah. Clone Wars again. Yeah. Uh, Captain Rex armor is completely custom by him. It's a crossover between the Phase 1 and Phase 2 clone armor. Yep. Uh, I believe he takes the bottom half of the Phase 2 helmet And he welded it onto the top half of the phase one helmet. So he still has that like fin at the top, but then he's got kind of the, the two tubes at the bottom, just as well as him being an art trooper, you know, he's got the awesome accessories. So, you know, the shoulder pads, the, the skirt and just his markings, like on his chest, he's got, he's got tally marks on his shoulder. I mean, he counts his kills on his
1: armor. Oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Just an absolute badass.
1: Agreed. Agreed. That's a That's a That's a hell of a number three. That's a hell of a number three. Um, my number three are the dark troopers. Uh, love. Mm, yeah. Fucking love dark troopers. Um, I don't know. Have we seen them in a live action movie? Uh, maybe, uh, where they, no. oh, they were in the Mandalorian. That's right. Yeah, yep. Yep. Oh my God. Did they yep. look good in the Mandalorian? Oh my God. Um, just always, always loved that just real slick black look. They got absolutely pieced up by Luke Skywalker, which is unfortunate. Um,
0: but yeah. Uh, which, yeah, which that show spent two seasons <laughs> showing us how Din Djarin, Mando himself, was the best combat fighter we have ever seen in the entire galaxy. He could barely kill one of these things. And Luke Skywalker in his prime comes in and dices them up like butter. Walks through oh, him. Oh, <laughs> baby. Oh, did they nerf Din Dinjarin with that scene? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it, you know that was yeah.
0: <laughs> However, was awesome, yeah,
1: I love awesome. love the dark troopers. Uh, thought they, you know, thought they looked really good in the Mandalorian. But and like you said, they absolutely nerfed Dinjarin. Just completely ignored his his you know his absolute mercenary badass skills and uh yeah anyway that's all i got what do you got what do you what's uh yeah number two
0: all right my number two is going to be the scout trooper so not necessarily the one that we see uh in like uh in the original trilogy in episode six on endor on the speeder bikes or in mandalorian on the speeder bikes i do love that version uh and that's the basis of this. But I'm going to go with the scout trooper armor from Episode Three on Kashyyyk, camoed out with. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The the clone trooper snipers that wore the armor. Uh, I mean it. It was so Yuck. hard. Like Yuck. come on, just so sexy on Kashyyyk in the islands, like just perfectly camouflaged and just such cool armor, man. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I I was obsessed with that one as a kid. Uh, I play I play Star Wars Battlefront a lot, and oh yeah, whenever I'm the clone snipers, uh, I'm picking that that skin ten times out of ten.
1: Very underrated video game it was that. Uh, it was Battlefront Two, wasn't it? Uh, for the mm-hmm. PS2 and original Xbox, I believe might have been PS One. But man, yeah, okay, yeah, that's I played it. It was, it was
0: PlayStation Two.
1: Hell of a hell of a pick, Tommy. Hell of a pick.
0: Thank you. Um, My number
1: two is the Purge Troopers. Um,
0: They are. I'm going to have to refresh myself real quick.
1: Um, I think we've only ever seen them uh, in live action once they're in Jedi Jedi Fallen Order a lot. The video game. I know that I haven't played much of that game, but I do know that they show up um i believe yeah but i like like i said i think we only see them oh before.
0: hell yeah
1: <laughs> Dude, they're disgusting
0: oh wow <laughs> that's just a black and red version of captain rex
1: right right
0: so oh my god those guys are <laughs> sweet
1: super sleek uh you know and you can just tell you know they can kick some fucking they can kick some serious ass uh um, yeah yeah, it, they uh, you know, they've got the double-ended uh, you know, shock shock wands. I guess you could call yeah, that we see greens guards use right. Um, you know, yeah. they're very similar. Um, I think the purple of their you know of their shock you know things uh look really good with the black and red scheme of the uh of the outfit. But yeah, that's uh that's my number two. It was almost my number one, and then I you know I switched up. So what do you got?
0: All right uh my number one um i feel you probably know what my number one's gonna be uh and if whoever listens to this show like if you've listened to the last couple episodes you probably know uh but i gotta go with my boy boba Boba fett Fett, i can't leave him out in the dust (laughs) boba fett is just the man he was the man he is the man he's always gonna be the man uh his i think his armor is only gonna take the lead even higher once we get the book of boba fett uh honestly all versions of his armor so the one we see in the movies right the one we saw in mandalorian was sick even when it wasn't on him the super old beat up version uh but then when he puts it back on when he gets the new paint job uh stuff like that um also all the the like random versions of it in the comics uh there's one where in the comics he enters uh like a, a fighting competition to win a prize. Like he needed to win. He needed credits to like pay for ship repairs to like, uh do uh, to like fix something. And yeah. this was like the only way he could get credit. So he entered a tournament and he didn't want people to know that he was Boba Fett. So he just blacked out his armor, just full black, oh. just an all black Boba Fett. Yeah. And then uh, to counter that, the Boba Fett prototype armor, which, is simply just him in all white uh the the vision part of his helmet is still black uh and then it's like stuff is still black but that was going to be the original boba fett uh, and he was basically just going to be like a like a clone trooper commando type yeah. thing uh but ultimately they they converted him into the color but i like, boba it, fett I like and all versions too. of boba fett all are welcome
1: yeah absolutely absolutely Okay, uh, so my number one, um, and he, he, this is a this is like a he's a very niche character, and the only reason I know about him is as you know I don't read the comics, um, but a long time ago I had this. It was I I wouldn't say it's a really long time ago, um, but it was a uh, it was a book of Star Wars villains, um, and the the guy that I remember most and the guy that I really liked was. Darth Bane in his samurai looking armor yep I think that is easily the sleekest slickest armor in Star Wars truthfully I would love to see him um, I would love to see him in person also his other one that's kind of similar to Darth Vader's without the helmet he's just got the like the breathing mouthpiece on Um, Mm -hmm. also a huge fan of that but my favorite you know has always been is like that samurai looking uh is the samurai looking armor
0: yeah yeah i know yeah i know When you're talking about yeah that is that is an awesome pick people <laughs> that, are gonna be so pissed that we didn't put like darth vader on here but uh, come on that's too easy yeah this like is I, this is a little different i mean granted boba fett was pretty yeah pretty How- pretty basic but that's well, that's my guy though that's my well, guy and here's the
1: thing it's like it's like it's like we don't like to go for one we don't like to go for low hanging fruit and two um duh darth vader has the strongest armor i'm pretty sure I, you can correct me if i'm wrong but it's the strongest armor ever made isn't it
0: no best best card strong stronger oh is it really yeah yeah okay. his armor isn't even like it's more of like a suit than armor honestly huh. Only armor parts are really, like, his helmet and then, like, the chest. Gotcha. Like, then he has, like, legs and stuff, but for the most part, it's just, I think it's just kind of like that, that like, sleeve, that, like, cloth material over his uh, prosthetics. Interesting.
1: Interesting. I didn't know Mm -hmm. that. I thought it was armor. However, I did just find on Google a uh, Dave Batista as Darth Darth (laughs) Bane, and it looks good.
0: Really? It looks real good. Oh, that'd be sweet. He said...
1: It's another Disney property. They can totally get away it. with it.
0: Oh, it was uh, Dave Batista said he would like to do um, the new version of Bane for the Batman movies. That would be pretty sick. Which that would, would be, be cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That would yeah. be really cool. Um,
0: yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty solid top five there, Logan. Uh, I mean you as well. If you're still listening, comment <laughs> comment below some of your your top fives, what you liked. Uh, yeah. Comment below anything you want. Really, what you thought of the episode. Uh, Bad Batch, what you thought of the Eternals trailer. Have you seen those two movies we talked about? What are some of your favorite Star Wars armors? All that. Uh, I'm going to be posting clips of the episode on uh, Instagram and uh, TikTok. So make sure you follow that. Instagram is at New Era Nerds Pod. Uh, I posted one clip for the first time just to kind of see how it would do. um, And it actually did pretty well. So it seems like that format of posting the full video on YouTube and then posting clips highlights on, uh, Instagram and TikTok. So I think that's the way we're going to be going. Uh, but yeah, I'll also, uh, see if I can get a graphic up for, for each of our top fives and let the, uh, let the listeners and followers vote for who had the better ones. So right on. make sure you, uh, go and comment who had the better top five. Uh, but other than that, I'm good. And I'm excited to get this next episode of the bad batch and then, you know, whatever, what other, uh, other content drops this week, <laughs> okay. I'm sure there's going to be something. So right on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hit us. Like, like Tommy said, hit us on the socials, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, tick We don't really get into Facebook who would get into Facebook right now. It's for my mom. I don't want her knowing that I have a podcast um she'd ground me forever um but yeah no hit us on the socials uh we'd love to chat with you you know like i say pretty much weekend week out um you know you talking to us on social media gives us more to talk about on the show um so you know let's uh let's let's open some dialogue let's have some conversation you know let's have a good time uh other than that i will uh see us out of this episode thanks for listening thanks for tuning in tommy love you buddy
0: love you too